All right, here we are for another edition of the Senior Old Boys Podcast. It is, uh, the NBA Finals are ongoing, and uh, this is Eddie Sefko. I'm here with the great Dwayne Price. We are the SOBs, the Senior Old Boys, and we are privileged to have a J-O-B on with us, Junior Old Boy Bobby Corrala. He's, he's awesome. Uh, we're going to let him in here and see if he passes muster and if he does, we might bring him back someday, but maybe not. Oh, what a a lovely intro with kind of a – sort of dipped off at the end there. But the, the beginning was nice. Keep talking about how great I am. Yeah, I well, and one thing I want to say before we get going here, we had a little microphone malfunction at the start of this <laughs> program. And uh, I don't want to say what exactly happened, but there was some drooping involved for oh. one of our senior old boys. Uh, to, to And I said, well, we've all been there. Uh, to which Bobby said, "Well, maybe, maybe you guys have. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know about me. Yeah. To wherever he goes, oh, that's why. I yeah. want to say, <laughs> even though if you're lucky, it'll happen to you someday in our age. <laughs> y'all might be seniors in years, but in spirit, you're you're even younger than me. So oh. I'm, it's my privilege to join you guys today. Well, thank you, Bobby. Yeah, Appreciate it. Oh, hey, you know there's, what? there's a fist bump for both of you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, he knows how to kiss up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do have some breaking news actually for y'all. Beautiful. Bring yeah. it. Yeah, and for everybody that's listening. Uh, so uh, we picked up a sponsor, man. We're sponsored now by Himalaya. It is the official podcast platform of the Dallas Mavericks. That is right. Himalaya. You can download the app. It is a Chinese company, but they just launched in America. And uh, so we are one of the first sports teams. In fact, we might be the first sports team to be sponsored by them. We, we might be right. the flagship. Is that we what you're might saying? Be. We might just be. That's like ground floor. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. like getting that's in like the IPO. IPO. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to. Yeah. About. So yeah. we're about, the three of us are about to be rich. Mostly yeah. you two. Yeah. Uh, we're about to be loaded. But uh, yeah, if you download Himalaya, download the app today, mm-hmm. subscribe to the Dallas Mavericks because there's going to be some good stuff on there that you can only listen to if you download Himalaya. So you can still listen to this podcast anywhere, mm-hmm. but there will be exclusive content on Himalaya involving players, involving a really good player that wears number 77 that you oh, can yeah. only listen to if you download Himalaya. So I do, that, that. do that right that. now. Himalaya. Himalaya. H-I-M-A-L-A-Y-A. That is Himalaya. A heck of a guess. Yeah, like the mountains. <laughs> you, you've climbed the Himalayas before, right, Dwayne? A couple times. Couple times. Yeah. Did you get up wow. to thirty thousand or thirty two thousand? Thirty two hundred feet. Oh. Thirty two hundred? <laughs> that's amazing. You got halfway that's, to Denver. Dude. That's, <laughs> that's great. All right. Well, with there's all that, and by the way, that uh, rich train that's already gone out the the, the, the uh, past the the dock for me or the boat. Yeah, the boat. The boat. The boat yeah. has sailed. Anyway, uh, let's get on with it. Here we have uh, the NBA Finals ongoing. Uh, you know, a week or so ago, Dwayne and I were both on this very same podcast. Well, actually, not this one, but the one before this one. And uh, both of us uh, kind of came to the conclusion that the Golden State Warriors would win this thing in six games. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be a little more competitive than Dwayne did. He he, he <laughs> said it might go six games. I said it will go be a long series and go six games. But we both kind of came to the claim, same conclusion. So, uh Dwayne, did we just brick this thing like a Ben Simmons free throw or what? No, no. I thought KD would back, be back sooner than this. You know, but now he's back. He's going to play tonight. So, it's on and popping now. Are you sure he's playing We tonight? don't he's know that. Tonight. He has to Oh, play. this is from the guy who said last week that – What did I say? 
You said Kevin, Dur- <laughs> Kevin Durant has played his last game in a Warriors uniform. Oh, well, that was last week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, the story changes every day. You know how that is. I, I do exactly know how that is. But he, he has to play now. He practiced yesterday. If you practice, you got to play. It's going to be similar to Willis Reed, 1970, the Knicks against the Lakers in game seven. He has to come out there. Even if he's on one leg, you got to at least – Try. So he's going to make two jump shots and then sit yeah. back down? Yeah, what? but he got to try. If he don't try, oh, his legs is just going to be all screwed up. So he's going to play. I don't know how effective he's going to be, but he's going to be out there. Well, okay, yeah. Let's let's get him out there. Does that mean this is still a series? Yeah, I think he's going seven. Because if he gets back to Oracle for game six, they're going to win that one because, you know, they're going to get a little help well, KD. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Man, I thought there was some conspiracy going on there for a second. No, no, no. KD, you know, you know, because he, wait, it'll wait, be his second game. Get back to game, Oracle. Back. They got to get out of tonight. They got to get out of Monday's game against you know it in Toronto, Jurassic Park. Yeah. That place is going to be nuts. You know, I, th- I personally think it's over. I think it's Raptors in five. Well, I understand you thinking that, but with the, just the simple fact that KD's out there now, Toronto can't stack their defense up on on, on Steph. And on Clay, because they got another person who was, the, by the way, the MVP of the NBA Finals the last two years. They got to at least pay some kind of attention to him. Uh, as long as they're doing that, somebody's going to be open. I have a question for you guys. So, y'all have been watching basketball for a lot longer than me. No offense. I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> have you ever, in the finals, seen a team defend a player as, uh, like, almost ridiculously as the Raptors are defending Steph, where it's like five guys are following him anywhere he goes. I mean, this is the NBA Finals, and they're just basically loading up whatever side of the floor he's on. Well, it's easy to do that because KD's not there, and Clay just got back after sitting out, so they know he's not 100%. So Steph's the only guy left. So if you know this is the one guy that you need to stop, then put four or five guys on him. Who are That's you gonna? Easy. Who exactly are you gonna pay attention to out there? If, uh, especially the game that Clay missed, Draymond is is a terrific player. You know, mm-hmm. we all know that, but he's not the shooter you want to go out there and spend a, a bunch of time guarding on the three point line. Let him take that shot and take your chances. Uh, without without uh, Kevin Durant, without Cousins, uh, Clay being whatever it is Clay is right now. Uh, why would you pay a whole lot of attention to any of those other guys? I mean, Lake, uh, and I know Andre Iguodala made the shot in game uh, game two that, that, that swayed the difference there, and, and he's a wily veteran, and if you leave him open, he's likely to make a shot. But he doesn't shoot enough or, or, or have enough responsibility in that offense to, to carry it. So uh, you're looking at, at Steph, and if you can hold him to – Whatever you can hold him to and make uh, make the other guys beat you, I think that's kind of been the proven uh, attack and 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 the strategy that that Nick Nurse has gone to. Yeah, and, and rightfully so because, it, like you said, if you look at what the Warriors have on offense as far as scores, they don't have anybody else that can score. They, they scored 92 points the other night at home. They just they don't they have that after three quarters more than that a lot of times. The offense is just gone without KD, and, and it's unfortunate because. Overall, the NBA fans are the loser. I've always said I want to see every team at full strength because I know game on now. Because I want to see what Toronto can do when the Warriors are at full strength. Can they still beat them three times? But they won both games in, in, in Oakland. Game two was the game that Clay got hurt, right, with like whatever, four minutes left. Mm-hmm. And they were up ten and Toronto almost came back and won. Right. 
if Iguodala doesn't hit that shot and Toronto somehow manages to win the game, is it a sweep? I mean, that's what it would it – would, it would have been a 4-0. Probably so. Golden you know. State would have been swept. I mean, I don't want to say that the series is over. I kind of agree with you where I think, yeah. I think if KD plays, they might be able to pull it out. But let's say Golden State does lose tonight. What does that mean, like, for their roster? I mean, how do you go out whenever you have as many highly paid players as they do? How do you go out and add enough talent to – to survive if one of those guys gets hurt like their payroll is so top loaded how do you how do you find guys that end the, at the end of the bench that you can bring in a game that's maybe not like alfonso mckinney or uh andrew bogut like that are going to be big contributors in the finals whenever you only have three or four players in your team that are taking up all your cap first first yeah. of all you two guys are idiots the series is <laughs> over <laughs> it's over it's all over right? it's over i just just trust me on this one it's it, it, it it's going to end tonight uh, that would be Monday. We're taping this before the uh, game five, so uh, I'm going to wait to release this until after the game. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see who's right. <laughs> yeah, they don't do. You forget 2016. Oklahoma City was up three-one on the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals with KD, and ended up losing. And then that same year in the NBA Finals, the Warriors were up three-one on Cleveland and ended up losing the next three games. So we got some recent history to say. 3-1 ain't over, and not just in, in this sport. Look at the St. Louis Blues over there blowing it. Hey, I, I, I covered the Houston Rockets who were down 3-1 against Phoenix, and they came back and won that son of a gun, and yeah. everybody was flabbergasted. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have Kawhi Leonard. They yeah. didn't, they, you know, Phoenix didn't have – and by the way, Oklahoma City didn't have Nick Nurse coaching them. I think the guy's pretty darn good. Yeah, he's pretty good, but he's got some good players. You know, you got Kawhi Leonard. I mean uh, – I mean, not taking anything away from Nick Nurse, but I think if Dwayne Casey would have been there with Kawhi Leonard, they'd still be in the finals. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But let me ask you this, both of you. Uh, in a healthy Golden State world, is this thing uh, sitting 3-1 the other direction? It may be over. It might have been a sweep. I mean, you got to remember, they're they 7-1 without KD. They went in, I mean, went into – well, they're not 7-1 now, but they were 7-1 without KD, you know, because he – set out the uh, last game in the Houston series, and, and they swept Portland in the uh, conference finals, and then they split the first two games. So I think it might have been maybe five games. Toronto probably won one at home. I think it would have been lopsided for sure. Like yeah. Just like y'all were saying, if, if you had KD even at like 71%, mm-hmm. then you can't triple-team Steph coming right. off every screen. Right. And if you can't do that, if you can't just like overload guys and send five guys his way, then that just puts so much pressure on Kyle Lowry to chase him around screens all game or Fred Van Vliet or even maybe you think about putting Kawhi on him. But then if you do mm-hmm. that, then who's guarding KD? Yeah. And so it's just like they just – even if KD's not operating at full strength, just merely having him out there means that Steph gets his easier. Right. So I think that would have made the difference for yeah. sure. I mean, they definitely yeah. would have scored in the hundreds at least. Oh, yeah, yeah, 92 yeah. points in the game for them is, like, unheard of. And the defense would have been better too because uh, the Raptors are getting all kind of layups just one after another. KD is underrated defender. You know, he's got yeah. long arms. I mean, he's at least a pretty good rebounder, right? And, I mean, right. like KD – or not KD. KD, of course, is the for the Warriors. But, like, Kawhi and Siakam and those guys are just feasting on all these offensive rebounds that, right, right, that right. no one can get because the Warriors are so small now without mm-hmm. him. By the way, he's talking about KD being long. You've seen that commercial for Men in Black where, where Anthony Davis has the arm oh, and yeah. it goes out. He, <laughs> he stretches. He says, okay, maybe I am a little bit of an alien. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Uh, okay, the, what we don't know is what's going to happen in the future. 
Uh, I've already told you guys that you're wrong. The series is over. So Toronto's world champions at some point, uh, or NBA champions, we can debate that whole thing about whether they are world champions, but I think they are. And um, what does that do to Kawhi? Do, 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 where do we think in a – we'll look at it both ways. They win the championship. What are the odds that he stays in, in, in Toronto? They lose the championship. What are the odds he stays in Toronto? You know, you can make a, a solid argument either way because he can say, basically, I was a hired hand, and if they win it, well, I accomplished what I came here to do. So I won't be – no one should be mad if I leave, kind of like when LeBron went back to Cleveland, came back, won a title, so the fans wasn't that upset when he left the second time. So, but I think if he if they win, or if they lose, I think he stays. You think he's going to be a Raptor next season? I heard he bought some property in Toronto. I mean, Toronto's a great city. Dwayne's big into real estate. Yeah, yeah, big in real estate. But you and I both know we don't know a whole lot of people that buy property in, in Toronto. They buy property in L.A. They buy property in Miami. He is still a yeah. Southern California dude. I understand. Mm-hmm. So is Paul George. Where is he playing? Well, he, he now, yeah. you think he regrets that decision? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Tornado Alley all in Oklahoma when he had a chance to go back home and play in L.A. with all the beaches. So, I think. Uh, That's uh, beaches, B-E-A-C-H-E-S. Yeah, yeah beaches. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think a lot of times we get caught up in the fact that we think everybody wants to play in, in L.A. and Miami and all the, the glamorous here. We used to say New York used to be on that list. They're not on the list anymore. We're still baffles my mind what do you think well Masai has shown that he can build that team and rebuild it right like I mean he got Kawhi overnight Siakam came out of nowhere Fred Van Vliet came out of nowhere but then if you're Kawhi and you look around the roster and think okay we are the champions let's say they win well, Marcus Saul has one more year, and he's like 34, 35. Kyle Lowry's now in his low to mid-30s, and he's got one more year, and then he could be gone. Now, Masai's pretty inventive, and he's shown that he could, you know, he could trade DeMar DeRozan, who's like the face of that team for a decade. So maybe he can uh, reconfigure that roster around Kawhi to get a little younger and get a little more consistent. But, I mean, Siakam is great. And Fred Van Vliet is really good. Right. And I, Danny Green is a free agent. But if he stays there and Kawhi stays there, then all of a sudden you think, well, I just saw LeBron run through the East for a decade mm-hmm. with less help than Kawhi has right now. Right. So, I mean, if you're trying to go to the finals, no disrespect to the East, but, I mean, no, you can it's, the, it's the better conference to yeah. be in if yeah. you're trying to go to the finals because, right. you know, there's, there's not many teams out there right now. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he stayed. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe there's there's always, like, these other forces in play that could steer players to certain teams or whatever. And whatever happened in San Antonio, I, I don't think we'll ever know exactly what happened. But, like, he clearly is unafraid to show that he wants to leave. He hasn't shown that yet in Toronto. But uh, I, they're set up to compete for a while, especially if they can get another young guy or two there to kind of carry them into the next uh, few years. That brings up an interesting question about the Western Conference. Why, if if let's just say put, all, all of us have suddenly have a, a lucky gene pool and we are uh, Kevin Durant or Kawhi Leonard or Kyrie Irving sitting here at the table, and you're looking at the Western Conference and and several teams out here have buku money to spend in in the uh, off season for free agents. Mm-hmm. Would you be looking at a team saying? I want to win 
in 2019-2020. That's the, that's the championship I'm looking for. Or would you rather look at a team, and you know where I'm going with this, that has its sights set on 21, 22, 23, and 24 when Golden State might be a little older, a little slower, might lose a part or two, and, and you, the window of opportunity might be a little bit cracked open more because you don't know that Portland's going to get a lot better or Denver's going to get a lot better or the Clippers or whoever or LeBron in L.A. It, it might be a little better level playing field in a couple, three years than it is going to be in the upcoming 2019-20 well, that's, season. That's depending on what a, what a free agent sign, and that's something we don't know. I always say if you can win the next NBA title, put yourself in a position to win the next one because the next one after that didn't promise injuries free agency, a whole lot of stuff could, could come into play there. And and to piggyback on what you said earlier, Kawhi could be the new LeBron in the Eastern Conference when LeBron went to the finals eight years in a row because basically there was nobody over there. And which right now, there's nobody over there. So if I'm Kawhi Leonard, I'm looking at this, why would I want to come over here to the West and, and deal with, with the Warriors and, and, and all the other top teams over here, Denver, like say Portland and everybody else, when I can stay over here to the East and have everything to myself, guaranteed or almost guaranteed of getting to the finals, and once you get to the finals, anything could happen. Now, wait a minute. Let me, let me jump in here. At the top, the East is still pretty darn tough. You've got Boston, which is going to reload. We know Danny Ainge is good. Mm-hmm. You've got Philadelphia that has talent. They may not have figured it out yet, but they do have talent. And, of course, Milwaukee's really good. Yeah. Now, your, your competition down lower beyond that is still way, way, way below what it is from – Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven in the West. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you that. But at the top, the East is still pre- pretty, pretty salty. Well, I'm think I'm going to remove Philadelphia from that list because I don't know if Jimmy Butler and Spies Harris coming back, and that's two of your five starters. And, 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 and JJ Redick too. Yeah, JJ Redick's free agent, and we and we already know. I'd, I'd take can, him you, by the way. You can easily defend Ben Simmons because he can't shoot past five feet from the basket. So I don't think Philadelphia is going to be as good as they were this past year. Having said that, had they gotten past Toronto? I think they'd be playing right now. I think they would have beat Milwaukee. Well, I think if anything, like maybe Boston falls off because yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with Kyrie, and I don't know what's going to happen with their young players that are linked to every player in trade conversations. But mm-hmm. uh, the Nets are one of those teams with crazy money in the Knicks too, so maybe they cobble together a roster. I have no idea. But uh, to your point about winning a championship in 2020, if you're one of those top players, like one of the top 10 players in the league or 20 players in the league, then you have the kind of power to make any team you go to a contender. So if you're great, very great, perennial all-star, and you look at a team like, I, I mean, clearly we're talking about the Mavs here, or another young team like, say, Sacramento or Denver that's like on the cusp of competing, and you say, well, I want to go there, maybe right now those teams are positioning themselves to compete in 2022 but if you go there now, then they're competing in 2020 because yeah. of you. So right. I think they kind of have – those players have the power to, like, accelerate the timeline a little bit. Um, and with the Warriors fading, I think that's already happening, right? I mean, we saw what's happening to them in the finals without KD. Yeah. What if man. KD leaves? Yeah. Like, are we sure that they're going to – and Boogie, what if he leaves? What if Clay Thompson leaves? What if Iguodala yeah. – is not I mean what if he can't get back to this level he's getting older Sean Livingston is getting older I don't know that they're going to be like the number one seed in the west next year I don't know that they're going to be a top 
four seed. That's a really hot take, by the way. I was going to say that's bobby.corolla at yeah. dallasmavs.com. I don't – I mean, <laughs> if if depending on who's on their team, of course, if KD goes back, then, yeah, they're probably going to be the title favorite again. But, like, I don't know what's going to happen with them. So, I think there's going to kind of be this vacuum uh, at the top of the West potentially this summer, kind of like there was in the East last year whenever LeBron left. Yeah. Like, that's whenever Toronto made that move for Kawhi. I mean, like, I – I don't know. I I think it uh, the the power balance I think is going to shift pretty hard this summer. But you said Ed is something a while ago. You're always going to get players to, to come there and take less money. I mean, David West did it two years in a row, and, and Boogie just did it to go there to play with the Warriors and all. So you, that's I mean, we don't know who's going to do that. But every year somebody's going to do that. It's like, dude, can you count? Do you know you could be making ten, fifteen million dollars a year that go there and play for three or four million dollars? That happens all the time. Yeah. Well, first of all, congratulations. You both passed that test. You go for it now. You always go for it now in the NBA. That's the lesson right, that we learned from watching Toronto with Kawhi. Right. right. I if mean, they you, don't make that trade, they're just mired in their same you, crap you, as they've always you know, been. Right. I, I asked that question knowing full well that you can't plan for three or four years down the road. It's just, yeah, I mean, right. unless you're just the dregs and, they, and you know it's a three- or four-year rebuilding process and mm-hmm. or like Mark Cuban says, three years away from being three years away. Yeah, yeah. So uh, other than that, if you have what you think is a the makings of a championship roster, then you, you go, go for it, it and you, you try to it. make it more than just the makings. You try to make it a championship roster. You go for it. Can't waste the time, especially if you have young guys like Philly for example, Ben Simmons is still on his rookie contract. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid is already making his money. In a couple of years, Ben Simmons is going to be making his money, and their roster is going to be locked. They're not going to have any shot. money anymore. Yeah. You know, you, rem- so. you remember a couple of years ago when everybody thought, hey, that Minnesota team, two, mm-hmm. hours, two years Towns from now? Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, where are they now? They're still where they were two years ago. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. I mean, they, they reloaded their front office with Garcon up there, and yeah. but they yeah. still have a lot of – high dollar players there that aren't really contributing I think so it'll be interesting to see what they do yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. all right well we've beat that subject to death uh <laughs> why don't we why don't we have some fun uh we were all out at Dirk Nowitzki's uh uh charity baseball game on on Friday night and and you know Dwayne Price you know still says he can <laughs> one dunk a basketball which we all know ain't true and two, he says he can hit one out of the park, which we know ain't true. I, p- I pissed a one hitter though. But but you know he he's done all he you know, here. He, he likes to talk a big game. So, I was fifteen. Uh, <laughs> what I'm curious about is how or why is a bunch of guys who have no idea how to play one bit of baseball. Why is this game so stinking popular? <laughs> because of that. Because the fans can go there and look at them and see. Huh. They're not as good as me at baseball, you know. Some of them get up there. Uh, yeah, I was going to say I wasn't going to call no names. I'm going to call some names. Des Bryant, a great football player. But did you see that baseball swing they have? Uh, if you want to call it. Well, I think it, I was out getting a beer at that yeah. point. It's almost, like, <laughs> it's almost like Charles Barkley's golf swing. Put it to you that way. Mm-hmm. Well, like, he he's no chasing check. cockroaches. Yeah, like, he's gotten hits before, though. He's been a few times. I blame it on the Achilles. <laughs> the Achilles. <laughs> But no, and, and that's the fun part because they look normal. They look human, you know, when you get them outside that regular sport. Some of them can play, though. David Harris can play baseball, and he actually played baseball. Well, yeah, in high school, he was a pretty good center fielder. He I almost recall. threw a hole right through Dirk's gut trying to turn oh, yeah, two. Yeah. Dirk was not ready for that throw at first yeah, base. Yeah. Devin rifled over 
throw from 90 feet, threw it about 80 miles an hour. Uh, uh, not surprisingly, Dirk couldn't move out of the way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dirk should have been on first base ready for the throw. Uh, also, shouts to uh, former baseball player Justin Jackson, who officially announced his retirement from the game right after <laughs> Dirk's Heroes game. He went up and uh, swung and missed three straight times, sat down and said, you know what, that's it. Yeah. I'm done with baseball. I'm focusing on basketball. He swung and missed three straight times against yeah. Bassick? Yeah. Mike Bassick? <laughs> yeah. I Who was the say, honorary pitcher or the, the, the token pitcher, I guess? Uh, the pitcher for the white team, I, I don't know. Uh, they had two. The oh, first one was throwing like 60 miles an hour, the same one that hit Rafi like five times in the yeah. same at-bat. <laughs> and then the blue team, I'm not saying that it's a conspiracy, but the blue team scored 17 runs, and their pitcher was barely throwing 50. So I'm just saying one of them was lobbing up watermelons, and the other one was like give, bringing the heat. Bringing the heat. Yeah, 60-mile-an-hour heat. There are softball pitchers in, in the NCAA softball tournament that bring it faster than that, well, way faster, by the way. 60 still – 60, that's got some zip if you you know, if you know swing once a year. Well, you know, I've, having been through the you know minor leagues and, and all that, mm. I can tell you it was it's not that fast. Mm. Hey, shout out to, to Dwight Powell, though. That inside the park home run was off the chart. I mean, he put on the afterburner if he, if he rounded first. and just, he, he knew he was going to go for it. Cuban was probably like, slow down. Yeah, <laughs> hamstring. At first, I was thinking about, boy, you going to pull your hamstring. <laughs> uh, the rightful MVP, by the way. No, the right, Dwight Powell is the rightful MVP of that oh, game. Oh, okay. I think I'm, I'm okay. calling conspiracy. How they vote on that? You mean we actually having a conversation about who should be the MVP of a charity baseball game? You invited me on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to kick him off before the next segment. He's the only player that hit a home run. Or did Vernon Wells hit one too? Yeah, Vernon Wells hit one. Remember when they brought him back up again two, yeah. two battles oh, later. That's right. And he hit a home run foul ball. He smoked that one yeah, out of the park. Yeah, he's off the charts. It's not a home run foul ball. It's just a foul ball. That's a foul ball. ball. Okay. Yeah. So he had a foul ball that was a home run. That was probably that's the hardest right. ball hit of the night, though, the one that went foul yeah but that, that's like, just that event still amazes me Eleven thousand and change out there a sellout at no dr regret. pepper ballpark out there in frisco mm -hmm. and it raises a ton of money i think uh, since the start they've they're closing in on five million dollars raised uh, right. and maybe past it by now mm -hmm. and uh I, I mean what a great event and the one thing that still felt flabbergasted me is why is some tv network fox or ESPN 14 or whatever one of those channels why haven't they picked this up and made it a thing yet because you yeah. can make a thing out of anything yeah because you got what 50 or 60 uh, 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 pro stars out there that everybody wants to see <coughs> excuse me I mean the fact that the two best players on the Cowboys team Dak and Zeke they're there you know those guys are busy you know they're going through OTAs and all that they show up Tyron Smith uh, uh, Jalen Smith you know offensive lineman linebacker and all that for the Cowboys I mean it's just a great again. Rafael Palmero, where did they get him from? I have no been? idea. Does he live here? I don't know. Where's he been, though? I don't know. I heard he was pretty good at baseball he once was. upon a time. He yeah, was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying <laughs> but, they, but to get him out there, like I said, just to see them – well, not him, but most of those players out of the element, I think that's the attraction to the fans. Yeah, I mean, look at for, – for instance, the uh, celebrity uh, golf tournament at Tahoe every summer. Mm -hmm. Jason Kidd and Barkley yeah. and, yeah. and all sorts of – uh, now, some of them are pretty good golfers. Some of yeah. these guys can, can shoot 70 or 72 mm -hmm. or 68 even. Mm -hmm. some. But, most, but a lot of them mm -hmm. are just out there chopping it around and having mm -hmm. comedy effect mm -hmm. for the fans. And, and it's a thing that's yeah. televised on, on network TV. Yeah. 
I think this is something that's, uh, you know, in, in kind of what is a no man's land of television uh, coverage uh, in, in June. Mm-hmm. Why not? I mean, I'd do yeah, it. I'll bet you could make some money off of that. Well, yeah. we stream the game on Mavs.com every year. So uh, next June, make sure you tune in. But I got to say, they got Ben and Skin on the field with, like, microphones doing interviews during the game, too. Like, I don't understand. I'm, I'm with you. I don't understand See, how this is if you have Aaron Andrews down there doing that, you got a hit show. Yeah. 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 Or, I mean, just – Whatever I I know no that it offense, goes up Ben and Skin by the way yeah well it, it goes up against uh, the Rangers so I guess that's probably why Fox Sports couldn't couldn't broadcast it but like dude I would tune in and watch that yeah, if I was yeah. just sitting at home I th- it's hilarious I bet it's next year you might be on to something Ed. I bet it's next year somebody they have a TV you got to take that advice to Dirk yeah. I'll, tell I'll, him this is a free idea I'm just taking some of the cut yeah man. you know cut me in for one percent I more can't money. take that money away from charity come yeah, on yeah raise some more money for charity for children's charity and all that. I bet but but somebody step. would pay for that, and and, yeah. and let's take it to a new level. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. But next year, a bit, uh, maybe two or three months leading up to it, let's just start writing stories about that and get that on the mind of the TV guys, and maybe they'll do it. This is how the propaganda machine works. <laughs> we just pitch <laughs> ideas, and we run. Unless yeah. the Mavericks are in the playoffs until you know May or June. Yeah, and that's then, true. Then, and then things are messed up. This yeah, early yeah. June date might have to be moved back a moved couple back. weeks. Right, we'll right, see. Right, right. All right, I have one very, very important question for you guys, and I want you to think carefully about this because this is this is more important than anything else we've talked about so far. What is the best thing you ate this weekend? <laughs> this is, you know, we 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 have a barbecue minute, Bobby. You're you're new to this. You're the job, not the not the not the sob. You're you're the junior old boy. But we we talk we talk barbecue, but it doesn't have to be barbecue. What was the best thing you had to eat all weekend? Oh, man. Well, unfortunately, I did not eat a lot this weekend because I was on the go so much. Um, on, work, 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 work. Yeah, on Friday, I went to Eatsy's. I love Eatsy's. Um, but... All right, you're out of here. Forget oh, it. I don't no. want to hear any more of that. Dwayne, <laughs> no. what's the best thing you ate this weekend? I, had, I got a double here. I, I started out eating salmon, and then my wife wanted some, uh, some uh, what you call that, peach cobbler. So we went to this place called... Uh, it's a favorite southern cuisine. So I order a uh, salmon croquettes with collard greens and with grits. And my wife went crazy. She said, what kind of combination is that, the grits with the collard greens? But I had a plan. I wasn't, I wasn't hungry. I was planning on eating the, the grits this morning for breakfast, which I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to eat the collard greens and salmon croquettes. For lunch, which I will when I get back home. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. <laughs> well, uh, I fired up the grill. I didn't smoke uh, smoke anything this weekend, but I did fire up the grill and, and uh, grilled. Uh, I, I don't do it very often, but I tried some uh, some wings. Mm-hmm. I, I, I cooked up some wings on the grill. Some of them were uh, slathered in a, this barbecue marinade that I had going for a couple hours. And uh, my wife is is on uh, Weight Watcher, so she said, well, make some that don't have a bunch of barbecue sauce on them so I can eat them. So I made some garlic uh, stuff. <laughs> and whatever I could find to throw on there, pepper and salt and garlic, and and uh, they actually turned out pretty good. I mean, nice. I'm not, like I said, I don't do that very often. I can't remember the last time I fired up wings on the grill, but 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 and they're at least a little bit healthier than the fried rings you get at, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings I or was, wherever. Buffalo, I was getting ready to say, I was there Saturday. Buffalo, I had this coupon, I'm not a coupon, what do you call that? A gift card. 
that I had bought for somebody else, and I never did use it, never did give it to him. <laughs> oh, so God. I went over there. Well, no, I bought two minutes, what it was, and I had some leftover. That was one. Wow. So I go there, and it's like, man, it must have been an hour wait trying to get 14 wings. I say, how long is this going to take, man? But they were good. That was Saturday night. I, I, I admit they do they do make a good, good tasty wing and yeah, yeah. you know good old Caribbean jerk sauce and stuff like. That. Anyway, can I use this platform real quick to shout out some barbecue since you're talking about that? Let's do it. Uh, I don't know if y'all guys have mentioned Slowbone before, uh, but that is right in our neighborhood, right down the road on Irving Boulevard. That place is so good. Might be the. Uh, might be the number one on my leaderboard for barbecue in DFW. That place is awesome. The people there, by the way, big Mavs fans and really, really, really nice people okay. that work there. Every single person there is great, and the food is awesome. I haven't been there. What's the one I'm thinking of down the street from the police station? You in, know what I mean? In Dallas. In Deep Ellum? No, no, no. You know where the police station is across from, uh, from uh, Nilo? No, uh, Nilo is. Oh, that's the canvas. Or are you talking, you're talking about in uh, – in like Lamar, yeah, yeah, it's the Canvas Hotel now. That's a nice hotel, by the way. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't hang out much down there. Yeah, I know. There's like a there's a a Bab Bros. I think in Trinity Groves, but that's not. Bab's good. But another one that's really good is Baby Back Shack. I've you've told me about that place. Yeah, you got to go there. They just yeah. pile the food on, man. It's crazy over there. Well, I mean, I'm a big fan of Hutchins up in uh, McKinney. I, I've been, I that's been, all you can eat, right? I have been to Slowbone, and and uh, it's good. I, I it was just a little the brisket was a little uh, salty on the day I was there, but that may have just been a one 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 time thing. Mm -hmm. But it was plenty of good food. And it was tender. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm still partial to anything that comes out of the hill country. Mm -hmm. Cooper's in Lano is is still off the charts for my books, and Fra of course. Franklin's in, in Austin, mm -hmm. but you know it's such a hard thing to get into. Yeah. You know, if Long you're not there, yeah. and, 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 I, my brother has has been there a couple times, and he said it it's pretty much worth it. It might yeah. be the best barbecue he's ever had, and he yeah. smokes for yeah. for uh, uh, hits his hobby here just about every weekend. He's got yeah. something going. So, have you ever been to Blanco? It's down there, like in between Austin and San Antonio. Haven't have Blanco. Blanco. Is the city or is there yeah, a Blanco, uh, Blanco but yeah. <laughs> Blanco. <laughs> it's like it's like 40 miles outside of San Antonio. Yeah, yeah I know where you are. Yeah. There's a little it is truly like on the outside it looks like a shack but on the inside it's like a proper restaurant but there's a barbecue place there. No idea what it's called. Uh, my buddy got married down there a couple years ago and so we went like for the rehearsal dinner mm. and that was absolutely immaculate barbecue it was incredible so if you're ever in the hill country you got me okay. thinking about that i, I will i will Blanco, and, and Texas. one thing i gotta say is thank goodness that barbecue has become a food group all up to its own because mm -hmm. uh, now these all these people are, are opening up good, good barbecue scene mm -hmm. and most of them are all do a pretty good job you know you mm -hmm. can't it's hard to go wrong in texas mm -hmm. it really is but uh, it's fun to, to stop and try new stuff yeah you got if you go to Beaumont, you, you're in the southeast texas Golden Triangle, Broussard. You got to stop Broussard's. by there. Broussard's in Beaumont, Texas. Off, off the chain. Do they know you by name there? They used to. I don't know. I've been there since. And I have. I have either. Have you been to Himes over in Fort Worth? I have not. I've heard amazing things yeah, about that place. Yeah. Over. Next trip over to Fort Worth, which I go to once every couple three weeks for, uh, shall we say, social activities. Oh, okay. Uh, I will be making a run over there for that. Well, when you check your mail, you get a coupon for Spring Creek Barbecue. You go there in Prisco, and here's what they do. Buy one dinner, get one free. And then you get three meats, 
And I said, how many vegetables you get? They said, as many of them you can put on your plate. And mind you, that's like eight different vegetables. I get about six of them on my plate. And when you buy one, get one free, end up being like 16 bucks. So I eat just a little bit. Of for two vegetables. people? Yeah, for two people. Man. Off the chain, all kind of food. So no way you're going to eat it all. So you end up, now you got, you ate some food there, then you take the rest of it home. You got something for dinner that night. You got something for lunch the next day. So it's almost like $5. Uh, You're very economical with the way that you do food, uh, man. Off the chain, man. It's planned. How do you think he drives a Rolls Royce, man? He doesn't throw <laughs> money around. That's true. I could learn a lot from you, Dwayne. <laughs> you know. No, check that out, though. Spring Creek Barbecue. All right. What else we got here? I think we're about done for this week's edition of the Senior Old Boys podcast. We thank Bobby Corolla for hey, coming thank on. thank you. It's going seven, uh, by the way. It was fun, He's man. The junior old boy joining the, the, the I'm old I'm 28. The I mean, guys. I'm not really that much of a junior. <laughs> well, yeah. Just, yes, you are. <laughs> it's going seven, Eddie. 28 in the it's NBA. Not is old, it's not going seven. We're going back seven. to this. It's a, it's over on in five games, or you know, this believe believe me, just trust <laughs> trust me. Uh, and anyway, we uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this has been the Senior Old Boys Podcast, and uh, stay uh, every all you other SOBs out there. We'll see you next week. <laughs>